Fasten your seatbelts. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. You've got a real attitude problem, McFly. You're a slacker. Oh, maybe you need a timeout. Welcome to the Luke and Rory podcast. Here are two guys, knuckleheads if you may, who jump in front of a camera and do a Facebook Live show. You know, it's exciting. They have decided to take that Facebook Live show and put it into a podcast. Oh, good for you. Why? Because can you really get enough of Luke and Rory? Ah, a good one. Meet Luke Weaver, who's known for his dead sexy hair. You are an awful man. You are truly a disappointment to us all. Meet Rory Pitts, who's never found an apple cup he can't be disappointed about. I'm telling you, that man does not look stable. Two guys who went to the same high school, love the same music, love sports, love movies, and love their families. Look at these clowns and pig monkeys. All right. Looks like the boys are caffeinated and ready to go. I'm gonna get some coffee. You want some coffee? That's enough nonsense. Now let's join the show. Sound good? Oh, hey, uh, good morning, hey. everyone. We are live from Downtown Brew. Um, of course, that's Rory and I'm Luke, and the lovely lady in the middle is Heidi Brower. Um, for those of you who don't know about Heidi, you should. So I've uh, coached against, gosh, four or five years now, I think we've coached against yeah. each other. And uh, she's the only coach I feared up at the Y. And I mean that in, like in a very good sense. Thank like you. Not like I thought you were going to kick my ass. But yeah. you could, but that wasn't how. Uh, she probably could, actually. Well, I could never understand like the kids at that age, like how to get them to run in the same direction at the same time. Yeah. And like you hey, guys down, like blow the whistle. Jesse, good things. to see you. So, yeah. um, I just was like, throw it into the big girl. And then you, <laughs> that's what we did. So, I tried. Yeah. So anyways. Hi, um, Melissa. Hi, Eric and Bradley. Bradley's my cousin. Bradley's your cousin. cousin. Melissa, I went to college with Melissa. These are all Jesse Pastron. Nice. I don't know who that is, but is that your buddy? <laughs> um, did you make it public today? I did make it public. Attic kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but hey, we're live from downtown Brew. Thanks As again, usual. Jacob. Um, Shannon is here. Hello, Shannon. Good morning, Shannon. I'm, yeah, I'm plugging it for her. This is my this is our joint right here, so it's uh we've kind of migrated. Basketball. Basketball. Let's yes. get the no, no soccer. soccer. Kevin coaches soccer. Yes, yes. Hello y'all. So Bradley's from uh, Oklahoma. So we got a little Oklahoma y'all in here. Boy. Nick State. State. Yeah. State. From Wyoming. It. Our boy Nick from Wyoming. They used to live here. They just sold their house last year, moved to Wyoming. Uh, can't blame them. So beautiful part of the country. No. No. So, I, I they they actually uh, when they moved, I said I gotta come visit, so they got a twin bed. And Ashley's like, I got the long version of the twin bed. <laughs> I was just thinking, twin, that's not going to work for I know, you. but she got, the, she got the tall, so... I didn't know they sold talls. I, I didn't either, but Wyoming. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe they stuffed it themselves out there on the ranch. I don't know. So Well, here's the thing. Everybody knows about us, and if they don't know about us, why don't you? Yeah, our uh, four and a half fans. Yeah. But nobody, nobody in our fans know about Heidi. So, Heidi, tell us about you. Okay. Yeah. I will. So, <laughs> I will. Tyson! I will. Good to see you, Tyson. I will. Go for it. So I am a happily married woman of, I'd say almost 14 years, I think. Who's married? <laughs> I, was, I was trying to do the math. I can't remember I've been happily 13 or 14 years. He's the one that's like, you know what today is? No, he actually is very good with dates. So, but, He's the same way. Deborah. Um, married for 
almost 14 years and we have four kids, 12, 10, 8, and 6. So we did the whole two years apart thing. Nice. Um, Strategic. Yes. Yeah. I am a fitness coach, online coach, personal trainer. My clients like to call me their torturer. Yes, I believe that. <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship. I believe that. I follow yeah. you on Instagram. It looks yeah. painful. Yeah. Well, 5 a.m. everything's going to be painful oh, at 5. Oh, oh, Yeah, I got oh. my biggest class is 5 a.m. I got out of the Marine Corps for that purpose. <laughs> no more. Unless you let me work out in the afternoon, I'm done. Yeah. So do you have a location or do you... Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I'm at New Level 360. So if you don't know New Level 360, it's a huge baseball facility here. They have tons of teams that work through there. Um, they're up on the... So the old valleys. Old competitive oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That. Good morning, Megan. At the mall. Good morning, Dan. At the mall. Okay. Yep. Not in the mall. Not to be confused with in the mall. Right. We're no, outside no, no. of the mall. Park. Oh, yes. sorry. It's like behind the movie theater. Yes. Thing. Yep. And so we're, I'm there every morning, 5, 6, and 9 a.m. Every Monday through Friday. I mean, she's accomplished way more today already than Rory and I have. Hey, I got out of bed, okay? Yeah. So <laughs> we hey, are here. Sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm the guy that's like tracking my Fitbit at like 9 o'clock. I'm like, I'm 2,000 steps short. So I'm in the living room just, I haven't done enough today. She's yeah. already got it knocked out by like eight. So I, yeah, I love my clients. They're hard workers. How long have you been doing that? So I've been in the fitness industry for like nine years, nine, ten years. I was a kickboxing instructor for nine years at the Y. Okay. And then, um, Goodness. No then wonder I, you fear her, man. I know, I told Jeez. you. Jeez. <laughs> then I became a personal trainer. Coach Browers in the gym. Everyone be quiet. <laughs> Stop. Just be quiet. <laughs> Don't look directly at her. No. <laughs> She'll make you do push-ups. <laughs> Burpees. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! I did burpees like six months ago, yeah. and I realized I am not in high school anymore. <laughs> I I could not walk for like the next few days. You remember that when I could barely move around for the yeah, next few yeah, days? Yeah. I tried doing a circuit. I, I built this own little circuit of just these different things, and one of them was just doing five burpees. Just five burpees. I couldn't walk for the rest of the week. I'm paralyzed. Oh, okay. I'm not high school anymore. My mom's on. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. I got my cousin Ed on in story. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. And Andrea's on. We'll talk about Andrea in a little bit. Perfect. So you've been doing it for like nine years. You got kickboxing. Yeah, and, and now I'm, I'm a personal trainer. Okay. I do online coaching, so I have some clients who need accountability online. So we talk on the phone. Rebecca, good morning. That's cool. And talk about their nutrition and fitness goals and we work through it that way because they can't be in the gym with me because some of them are out of town and so we talk right. on the phone and we check in once a week and they love the accountability part that's awesome yeah so are you does that bleed over into home life or are you a hammer with the kids and the husband and what they eat uh, and uh, active, well, not as much no? as I should right. I you know, there are a few things I'm like let's make sure we're getting our fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know and I I do love a good cereal so that's my that's my thing. Like when I'm eating fruit, so this is what's weird is I really love like wheat checks. I love wheaties. I love. These are good. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, I like some of the sugary cereals, but it's not my like. Go you treat yourself to you. No, I just really yeah, I really like it. Okay. It's my. It's my. Uh, my wife's like that. She doesn't like yeah, sweet stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I will eat, eat a bowl of Fruit Loops if I have to. But. I have to. This is one on social media, so yeah, we will I know, all know. I know. I'm sorry. You know, that is one thing about me, though. All I, your students are going to. I am very real. I Good. am very real. I, I love just being honest about who I am. I like. I don't know. I think it makes me more relatable because we all struggle Which is with good. stuff, right? You know? Yeah. So when I'm eating really, really healthy, I. That's the one thing I miss the most is cereal. Okay. Like a good bowl of cereal at night. 
have been pissed because I don't have my bowl of cereal. Because I'm trying to eat healthy. Don't you know, touch me. Have my cereal. <laughs> My, just eat my, crack cocaine, my crack cocaine is peanut butter Captain Crunch. Okay. And I, I'm well. the same way. And it's it it's completely unhealthy. Absolutely yeah. oh, unhealthy. Yeah. And it's like if, if the family says, Hey, you want a like a treat a cheat meal or something? Like, give me some captain. Yeah. Mine is um, Give me some captain. Not everyone's heard. My sister. My sister's on. Oh, my sister. Hello, sister. Um, Steph, good morning. Steph. Oh, I'm glad Steph's on this. Um, yes. O's. Have you ever had O's? Oh, I love O's. Oh my god. I do. They rip the top of the roof of your mouth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm bleeding from the mouth. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't stop once I've started. Yeah. But my wife's always like, they're not healthy. And I'm like, I try to justify. I'm like, I'm getting healthy cereal. She's like, O's are not healthy. And I'm like, it's oats. It's honey. It's yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Good morning, Kimberly. You're not fooling anyone. Well, you yeah. know what the thing was last night. I went to the store and I found that Briars has some low carb ice cream, and so I was all excited about it. Went and grabbed it, brought it home. And and Christy's like, was it low flavor? No, no, no. Actually, it was good. But she's she's like, how is that low carb? And I said, here, look, it's got sucralose in it. And she goes, you know that's Splenda, right? And I went, no, it's sucralose. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many names for that stuff. And and finally, I just look at him like, just let him lie. Dang it! Let him lie. So, anyways, when you're done eating your cereal, you should come see me, and we'll help. <laughs> Into the get it off. <laughs> get it off. Yeah. Yes. So you um, love it. That's what you do. I mean. I love it. It's okay. fun. I mean, I will be honest. Like today, I tried opening the door with it locked. Like because I open up the gym every morning, and I went there, and I had a client right behind me, and she goes, "You okay there? It's still locked." And I'm like, "I know. I, my mind was completely My mind Middle school for the gifted. Just yes. yeah. So, but, have you always been in fitness? Like since you were young, was yeah. there like a tipping point where you like so, out of shape? You're like, this won't work no, anymore. No, so She's we, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so we come. Don't start I, rumors, Luke. I have, a, <laughs> I have a very active family. We grew up playing sports. So I have played yeah. basketball since I was in third grade. I think I started on an AAU team okay. in El Ellensburg. That's where I'm from. From Ellensburg. Ellensburg, yeah. Okay. That's where I'm from. And so, um, and I'm the oldest of seven kids, and we all played sports. Basketball, baseball, a little bit of football, not me, but I do have a sister that played football her freshman year, and oh, then after that we said, but she was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a brother who was drafted um, by the Detroit Tigers. Nice. I have another, so I have another sister who broke major records at Wenatchee Valley playing softball. So we're just, we've been a really big active family. That's well, awesome. then in um, high school, I lived in Arizona and there was a basketball class and I was like, sweet, there's basketball. So we got to play basketball three times a week yeah. during that hour and then two days a week we went in the weight room and lifted. And it was me and one of my best friends, maybe one other girl and then like 17 boys. First of all, very smart decision on our part. We enjoyed being in the weight room with those boys. <laughs> and, uh, this might segue into our next Listen, they're not a <laughs> Heidi, they're not a piece of meat, okay? <laughs> Jeez. Well, I think, you know, I don't think, I 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 think, So we, we lifted weights with those guys and, and it was then that I thought, hey, I can lift weight. Like, I'm yeah. able to do this. I can lift. And so after my freshman year of high school, we moved back to Ellensburg and I got involved in a strength and conditioning class there yeah. and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the weightlifting and the pushing myself and knowing that I could do more than what I did two or three months ago. And um, then there was a time, like in college, I'd work out a little bit. I did some kickboxing classes. Uh, I'm gonna teach kickboxing someday. 
And then got married, had little babies, which was, you know, it's hard sometimes to get to the gym. But I'd say after my second was born, that's when my husband and I joined the Y and we became members. And I worked out a lot and just fell in love with weightlifting again. It's something I'm passionate about. I love, I think it's really important for women to lift weights. Because it yeah. empowers you and it's really good for you. Yeah. And you're not going to look like a man. That <laughs> is one of the biggest. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to get too bold. Well, yeah. it's good for you. It's good for you as you get like in your forties, fifties, sixties. If you're doing that, yeah. you can be stronger longer. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, awesome. Because we got some family members that are are women, and they didn't necessarily were not the workout type. And as they've gotten older, yeah, things have been a little bit yeah. more difficult for yeah. them. Got to keep things loose and working properly. And it's a good uh, like release like you know I have four kids so sometimes I like to go in there and be like I will lift the weights and I'm strong and you know it just it's it's just a good scream stress. out their names it's, like a, it's a good stress reliever yeah so that's awesome yeah that's awesome you know husband is he into as much or um not as much not as much no not as much supportive of you yeah, well, yeah. He's, very, he's very supportive he has always been very supportive of you keep lifting those weights my dreams keep looking <laughs> great my wife will kick your ass. <laughs> he, you know right now he has a foot injury and oh so God, he's been down. he's been trying to get that foot injury healed and then he's you know gonna go back to the gym and stuff and so it's Foot injuries are not fun. No. no. I, uh, in 2015, I, I, I was focused on trying to get my, I was trying to do just a regular old 5K, but I was trying to get my, my mile, uh, let me try to say, my split at oh, under yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. And I did. I got it under 10 minutes, and like a week later, I came down with plantar fasciitis. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. And it, yeah, it, yeah, I haven't really been able to run since 2015, and it, yeah. it, it sucks. Yeah, plantar fasciitis <laughs> is rough. My dad's on too. Hi, dad. Hi, Dad. Hey, Dad. So we got Mom, Dad, and Sister. So is family yeah. still in Ellensburg? Parents still out there? So parents are still in Ellensburg. I'll stop by and say hi. I'm out fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I know your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Can I stay for dinner? Yeah. Adam. They would, they would see have Adam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Um, Adam. Adam's out there. Uh, Belter. Well, where are you at? I think, I think he's working. Kids up County. Anyways, I love that he watches us from work. So. Yeah. So know. how do you two know each other? Because I just uh, met Heidi for the first time today. Yeah. She just scares me. I saw her one time. <laughs> and, um, no, so we, her, your eldest, mm -hmm. is in sixth grade. And my eldest, Maddie, is in seventh grade. And they played against each other in basketball for the last, like, four years, I yeah. think. And so she coached her daughter's team, and I was coaching Maddie's team. And, uh, yeah, so we had, I think, shared practice space at the gym yeah, one, one time year. Did, yeah. And then, um, yeah, we just... Constantly coaching against each other over the last Maybe like, four we should years. just swap daughters and then, then maybe they would have listened to I, us. Yeah, I mean, it might work. Yeah, it might work. Yeah. You're going over there and you're going over there. Yeah, you're going to switch just for now. Exactly. Well, it's funny because I, uh, what was that one year? I was talking to Matt McDonald. Yeah. And I did say something about your team. And I, what did I tell him? Something about I wanted a couple of the girls from the team or something like that. Or, and he's like, not going to happen. Like they're faithful to Heidi and this and that. But I didn't know you were still coaching, so yeah. I was like trying to figure everything out. So. I do love coaching. It's yeah. just not, it's not. Yeah. Adam, shh, don't tell. I'm watching work. <laughs> it's just something that we decided as a family that it's not great if I coach my daughter anymore. So. And I think it depends, right? Like uh, Maddie, for instance, she gets a little more, she's getting better about it, but, you know, I'll say something to her and she's like, I'm trying, you know. But Lainey. Like I could bark at Lainey oh, yeah. and Lainey, she yeah. thinks deep. Yeah. yeah, I help. I assistant coach my son's team right now, who's uh, in fourth grade, and yeah. he, yeah, it's just it's different. Well, it is, it, but it is different coaching 
boys and there's girls because yeah. girls I can get, you know, I can get up on them and like throw them around a little bit. These boys, I'm like, you know, they're still a little short. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't really screen you because I'm, anyways, it's, sorry, awkward. Yeah. But <laughs> let's move on. Turn your head that way when you scream. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, well, and it's, I, so I coached AU boys and high school boys and I've coached the girls and it, it is kind of, yeah. so right now with like the 13, 14 year old girls, with the boys, when I was coaching at AU, and I was lucky, I just had a lot of talented kids, but I just, you know, yeah, grab, you grab them, them and move, yeah. move, you know, or set a screen, or do this, or yeah. push them behind me, or, you know, doing boxing. With the 13, 14 year old girls, I'm always like, so you box out, you want, you want to put your butt? Yes, I'm telling you. You come here. <laughs> I, need you. I need you to put your butt in yeah. your chest. Yes, so they asked me uh, the other day if I would be one of the head coaches next year for Laney's team, and I'm like mulling it over, and, uh, that was one of my things I told Rachel. I was like, I need to get an assistant coach that's a, that's a female. I need a woman because, you know, especially this day and age. Like, oh, yeah. it, it's, you know, Mitch is pretty, all the kids are always over at his house, so he's pretty like he doesn't care. But I'm always like, I don't wanna, yeah. I don't wanna offend you. I'm just trying to show you how to get over a screen. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, we coached against each other and I'll be honest, she's the only coach that I feared up at the Y and not that she would make any push-ups. Although if you told me to do push-ups, I probably would have done it. Like middle of the game, just, yes. what are you doing? She told me to, I don't know. <laughs> she she yells over at you. I, I don't like that play your oh, kids did. Push-ups. <laughs> the example is when we shared gym space and I was watching her team, I'm watching mine, like herding cats and all her kids are like, She's like on the whistle and they're like doing perfect cuts. I'm like, how is she doing that? Like, how is she getting to go all the same direction? This is amazing. I don't know if I just scare them. I, I don't know. Spot, Which yeah. is sometimes a little fear is okay when you're coaching. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you I gotta have a healthy balance, right? Yeah. 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 So, but that's, uh, I mean, that's part of the reason she's here, right? But that's not the whole reason she's here. So I don't know. We're gonna get, uh, tell, you know, if anybody's interested in this topic, tell well, you. Well, hold on. I wanna get to something controversial. Oh, well, oh. well that's why she's here. Yeah. I thought we were already talking about No, controversial. controversial. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen earlier this week, but there is a Democratic senator, senator well, from, no, 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 from, yeah. from Eastern Washington who has presented a bill oh boy. for getting rid of regu regular standard time and going to just daylight savings time all year long. Huge controversy. Jeez. That's what we're Wait, talking Arizona. about. That's Arizona. That's Arizona doesn't change. Arizona Hawaii doesn't change. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's other places. I'm and, fine with that. And so the thing is, is that they can, and I learned, I learned some more about this yesterday. She's had a lot of practice for bossing. Boston. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so what I found Childhood out, trauma's coming out. <laughs> <of the show. laughs> Turns out Heidi was a bully. I know, I was just, I was, hey, somebody has to be in charge of that. Was so. Listen, if you were bullied, go ahead and just hit the like button. <laughs> a lot. Just hit it a lot so we know how much just you were bullied. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm fine with getting rid of daylight savings. I am too. I am too. And the guy that I, I, I hate winter. I watched an interview with him yesterday, and he was talking about how um, they, they got to get it passed through Olympia, and then apparently the way it works is they have to get it. They have to put it onto the ballot as a as an initiative or a referendum or something. There's the likes. Yep, there's all the yeah, likes. Yeah, yeah. You are a big bully. <laughs> She's then, calling your other siblings right now. Get on the show. Get on. Like she says, "Just kidding. I'm her favorite." <laughs> Dr. Philip. So, so then, I, so then I guess after that, they have to get approval from the federal level. So it's not just an easy; they pass it and it happens, and well, we can do it. On well, the reality of it, right? It was created in the first place for farm life, so right. it still makes sense. Like in the Midwest and all the farming communities and all that, I get it for their schedules. But for us, 
Well, I have a small farm, but, it, but it's not the same thing. You have a sanctuary. Yeah. But anyway, um, it's, it's, you know, I do hate leaving in the morning and dark and coming yeah, home and it's dark. It's, right? It's like, it's draining. Yeah. Especially because I do like to go, like, I'm not like Jacob, but I like to go out and do like a three mile run or something like that. It's like, but you know, you get home and it's like a freak, it's cold and dark, and then, you know, if I want to do it in the morning, I got to be in well before all the kids. Yeah, it's, I don't like to be. You know, they asked him, they said, well, why would you do daylight savings time as the standard now, or not just standard, but the standard time? And love the guy's answer. He's like, if anybody who has kids out there and has a family, yeah. you're running all over the place. It'd be nice to have a little bit of sunshine out there. Yeah, yeah. it would. It yeah. would. Yep. Yeah. Hi, Mara. Hi, Tamara. So we have just yeah. we've just settled all of Washington's problems. Yep. We need to go ahead and just oh, move it to daylight savings time to keep it. Settle all of Washington's problems. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So we got anything else? There's nothing else controversial we're talking about. No. Today. Controversy. Do you guys ever watch Jimmy Fallon? Am I allowed to say Jimmy Fallon? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. We don't have the rights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon always says controversy. There's a bit of controversy. There is a bit we of can say Jimmy Fallon, but we can't say Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh. We have the roots over here getting ready to play. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Take it away. I love Jimmy Fallon. Oh, so he's the best. I love, I love saying controversy. So I was telling somebody, I've created a little bit of controversy this week. Yeah. So, so let's dive into this. So last week, uh, Rory and I brought up this topic. So for all of you, Thailand, she's one of my friends. Awesome. Uh, they, they world school, so they had up. They took their whole family and they're living in these different countries. And right now That's they're cool. in Thailand and they're learning about. I got a buddy Michael who just retired. That's freaking awesome. Tell Michael hi. Good looking dude. Yeah, tell Michael hi. You yeah. know Michael, um, Thailand. He's an American guy. You'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so we brought it up. So obviously, this has been in the news a lot. And, you know, for those of you who are watching or interested in this and you think you might have friends or family that are interested, tell them now to hop on. It's public. Um, but, so recently, with the last week, we talked about the New York bill, right? So New York passed a bill, and Heidi probably knows more about it than we do because we're knuckleheads. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to. So the reality of it is, is they basically legalized abortion up until full term basically. Um, and the caveat they're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is... <laughs> Tamara's on it. Thank you, Tamara. Yep. Yeah. Go find Michael. Just yeah. start yelling in the streets. Michael! Yeah, Michael! He'll, he'll be sleeping somewhere in a chair. <laughs> you'll, you'll so, um, the caveat, right, is they say if it's for the health of the mother or the babies, what they say, I read this terminology last yeah. night, we were just non-viable. I don't know how you define non-viable. But, um, so... And we talked about the slippery slope that this sets up and, and just, you know, all kinds of stuff. So, what happened was, is we talked about this, and then I went home, and my good friend Heidi here had posted a video, and I'm like, oh, what's Heidi talking about? And, um, gosh, how many views does that have now? Like 10,000. 10,000. Yeah, so she's agreed. Yeah, so she's now making money off the video. So it's trending. <laughs> I wish. YouTube is sending her royalties. Oh, I wish. So, anyways, we'll just give you the rundown real quick. Scott, she's, good morning, Scott. She's pretty open about this, so we're not saying anything that's crazy. So, Heidi is a advocate for and is herself a birth mother who gave her a child up for adoption um, when you were a teenager, right? Late 18, teens. 18. Well, 18. I was 19, right before. Okay. Not feeling super proud to be from the yeah, US right around. now, though. With the topic on hand, uh, right? So sad. So that's what we're at. So listen, it was an eight-minute video that I, I sent it to Rory immediately, and I said we need to have Heidi on. Um, it it tore my heartstrings, it tore your heartstrings, uh, made my wife cry, and um, I knew I didn't know this about you obviously until like yeah. a year ago. And um, your daughter, by the way, your birth daughter looks exactly like you. <laughs> your profile picture right now, and I'm like, well, yeah, that is your kid. Um, so and, and and I mean, go ahead and give us a rundown. Give us. 
Okay. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. So how'd you get pregnant? Mom and Dad, this is when you leave. Well, I want to get into that a little no, bit no, too, no. though, because you came from a conservative background. I did. So let's start I did. again. You came in a conservative background, grew up in Ellensburg, mm -hmm. church-going family, all that kind of stuff. Yep, absolutely. How did Mom and Dad take the news when you came home 18 and said, Well, so, so this is part of my story, is yeah. I grew up just being terrified. Like, I, when I knew that I was pregnant, I actually never took a pregnancy test. I just kept... We just slow down by eating. I knew, no, I just knew it was... I knew yeah. stuff was off. Um, I didn't you want know, it to right? happen, and because I'm tall, I hit it very, very well. I was right. I went away for a semester at college, and nobody knew that I was pregnant there. And I just wore a lot of sweatshirts and just hit it. Right. And I knew that um, telling my parents would be probably the hardest thing ever. Yeah, um, I can't imagine. Yeah, we just can't. I, you know, and I just always felt like. And this is on me. This is not on my parents. But I just always felt like hey, I'm, I'm going to get thrown to the curb. Like, I'm going to not yeah. be supported. I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I think I'm they're scared. Too, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in your opinion. Like, I was brought up in church where it was like, you know, abstinence is the only way. Yeah. And so, like, you know, if you even, like, kissed a girl, you know, it was like just guilt. You yeah, know, like, I, and, yeah, I just. And so well, there's a whole other aspect of that. And, you know, and living out in Mason County, where where we grew up, yeah. we heard a lot of stories right. of if, if a, a girl got pregnant, their families would kick them out. Yeah. And, and so uh, that was also, that was always something that went around was like, yes. dude, if you if you get a, a girl pregnant, guess what? You, no, Nobody's going to support you. So I mean, right. that thinking. It's, yeah. It was, and it, I think at that time, I mean, she's yeah. almost 17. And that's, I mean, it was 2001 right. is when I got pregnant. And so it's very, uh, I was just scared. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. You know, and I'm like, I said in my video that I, um, I, anyways, we'll get back to that. But I yeah, just, yeah. I was away at college and I knew that I couldn't hide it anymore. And actually, the day after my 19th birthday, I called my mom and I, how far along were you at this point? I had no idea because. This is, do not. This is where we put at the bottom. Do not, <laughs> not go to the doctor. This is not medical advice. No, this is not medical advice. <laughs> this is anti-medical. I didn't go to the doctor because okay. I was scared. I was like, they're going to tell my parents. I didn't know. I, you yeah. know, when you're in that place mindset, you can't really. I just was wanting it to not be true. It, yeah. I wanted it to go away, so I wasn't even. But you know, be, being the oldest of seven, I knew how to kind of take care of your body. Being pregnant, I knew that you couldn't take medication. I knew that I could only take Tylenol for a headache. I knew. Only glass of wine. I knew that I. I mean, I was tired all the time. I was trying to do my first semester in college. It just was not. It, it was rough. Right. And I um, called my mom and I said, "You know, can you go into a room? I need to tell you that I messed up and I'm pregnant." And she's like, "How far along are you?" I'm like, "Maybe six months." I don't know. And she's like, maybe. <laughs> she's maybe? like, I'm going to have to call you back. Is that what she Yeah, she needed, she needed to regain, you know, yeah. she needed to gain her composure. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think that was really smart of her to just kind of take a step back for a minute. And then, That's and tough. I was terrified of my dad because my mom and I were really close growing up. She was always the person I would talk to. She was always the person that would say like, oh, let her go hang out at her boyfriend's house or let her go with her friends or whatever. Turns she was Because my mom <laughs> yeah. said, I know, it's okay. Always <laughs> learn lessons with the first child. Good, yeah. So she, you know, she was more of a social butterfly, and I really liked being with friends and family, yeah. or friends and, and my boyfriend. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and I'm so glad we can laugh about this. Now. Sorry. 
We've all been there. Yes. And my dad was more of the one of saying, you know, like, she needs to be with us. She yeah. needs to not be, you know. Asher, more Neil. And so I, um, I was really afraid of what my dad was going to say. And actually, my dad called me an hour or so after, because I think my mom told my dad. Yeah. And this moment changed my life. And if you are a dad or a parent out there, this is how you do this it. This is how you do it. My dad called me and he said, and I was like, I'm going to get reamed. He got you were already phone. entering the witness yes. protection yes. program. He said, Heidi, we love you. He said, no, no. He said, Heidi, we are disappointed, upset, sad, not really knowing what's going to happen. But most of all, we love you and we support you. And we are going to help you get through this, however, whatever that means to you. And I just crumbled and I cried and I thought, this is my dad saying this to me. Like, how horrible of me to think all these things that how my dad was going to react. And he really became my hero at that moment. And um, That's awesome. they came and got me at college and took Where me home. Where were you going to school? I was at BYU Idaho. Oh, okay. Got yeah, it. in Idaho. And so they came and got me. And um, birth father had already known about the pregnancy by now. And um, at there were two occasions that he asked me to get a, an abortion, and I said no. Now, did he, was he saying beliefs as no. you saying all that? No. No. Okay. no, he wasn't. And, um, yeah, he wasn't. So and he asked twice. Yeah, he asked twice, and I just said no, that's not an option. And he said, well, our lives are going to be ruined. And I was like, well, I know that's not really anybody else's fault, but right. ours, you right. know? And, yeah. and he's, like, he's like, we're going to have to go to college, and we're, you know, we're trying to, like, figure out as two... Brand new 18, 19 year olds yeah. trying to figure out what we're going to do with our lives. Trying to figure out how to be an adult. Yes. Yeah. When we were just barely age. left high school. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I told them that's not an option. I found out more about adoption. And like I said in my video, this is what I was getting at, that I had only seen adoption in movies where they like literally you have the baby and they take the baby away from you and you Absolutely. can't, you won't ever see them again. Yeah. And I had words. I was like, I don't know. And then somebody came and talked to me uh, from an adoption agency, and she just said, "You get to spend as much time with your baby as you want, and you get to choose the parents where she or he or she." Will go. I didn't know what I was having at that right. point. And um, you hadn't I, been to the doctor. No, yet. I hadn't been to the doctor yet. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, maybe you know that's something. And I was looking more into it, more into it. And when she told me that I had the. Uh, right to decide like who she where my baby you. was going to she empowered me yeah. she's like wow. you get to choose where this cup where this baby goes and you get to be in contact with them somewhat it was adoption was a lot more closed back then in 2002 yeah. when she was born and um so i thought okay that's an option that's a good option so i went home went to the doctor for the first time now that i'm a mom get all you moms out there are gonna die I went to the doctor, had my first ultrasound, had my first doctor's appointment. My mom's in the room with me, birth father's in the room with me because he was being supportive. I will give him that. He was very supportive. And the doctor looks at me and says, well, you're 36 weeks along. She's, your baby's measuring at 36 weeks. And I go, oh, what does that mean? Anytime. Anytime. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what he said. My mom almost fainted. <laughs> They said that my doctor said, Well, you could deliver this baby anytime. Holy cow. And I was like, Okay. Um, wow. now what do we do? Now things started to like fast forward even more. And I had decided this was not on my parents, and I know that you said that some parents ship kids out. I decided to I don't know if you all know, but Ellensburg is really small. I didn't and need, windy. I didn't need 
people all up in yes. <laughs> All up in my business. I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't. You know. I like I said. I was conservative. I didn't want people knowing. We grew up in I, didn't, small town, yeah. I didn't want people telling me what to do. It was already stressful enough. So um, I chose to place for adoption. And I will say, in the adoption world or birth mom world, we like to say the word place because that's indeed what we did. Is we placed our baby. We didn't give it up. We didn't decide I don't want it anymore. We just we made the decision to place our baby in the arms of somebody else. Yeah. So that's the terminology we like to use. And um, well, let me ask you this: yeah. Why? Why did you choose? Not, not 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 why did you choose between abortion and adoption? But why did you choose adoption? Why did you not raise her? Um, I wanted my baby to have a mom and a dad. Um, I wanted it to be a good, stable home. Our relationship, um, as much as we claimed that we loved each other, it was a very toxic and. I don't want to say this word, but sometimes abusive, verbally, emotionally, because that's what it was. Right. Um, it was not a healthy relationship, right. and I knew I knew in my heart that we would never last. I wanted to. We dreamt about ha being married and having our own kids and naming what we would name our kids and stuff. How long have you guys been together? We've been together for almost two years, or a year and a half, I would say. Okay. And. Um, you know, we had talked about it in the future, but yeah, I knew, I knew in my heart that we would never last. Wasn't right. It wasn't right. And I knew, I didn't want her to grow up in a broken home where she was just going to hear us constantly arguing. And I just, I knew that adoption was the right thing. You weren't ready. He wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. ready. He wasn't ready. I knew that it was the right thing for us. Right. I wanted to give her a better life, period. That was, that's what it was. I wanted to give her a better life than what I could offer her at that time. And see, that's the beautiful thing about this story, is that you recognize that at such a young age, that, listen, I... I can raise her. I can love her. I can do all these things, but I'm not. I'm not giving her her best opportunity. Right. And yeah. and to, to recognize that at a young age, you know, some people would look at that and go, "Well, you're just trying to better your life down the road. You're just trying to go off to college and try and do your things. And you don't want that burden." Right. No. It's, about you. it's no. like we're not ready, and it's not fair to her to put her in that position. Right. That's yeah. that's a huge. Yeah. That, and anybody that says like, oh, well, you pick the easy way out of giving your baby to somebody else, I, I will. I can't imagine. Combat you on that every time yeah. somebody would say that because that is the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. I hope I never have to go through anything that hard again. Is that was the one thing my wife said? Yeah. She said, I can't, I can't, I can't even begin to understand yeah. those emotions yeah. as a mom. She's like, I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't. Yeah, that, it was. I don't know. It, it was just very, very, very difficult holding that baby yeah, so and knowing that she came, just came from me. Yeah. And then. Well, so you're 36 weeks. Okay, so you're 36 yeah. weeks, and then. So obviously you're like, well, crap! I gotta get on the phone. Yeah, we gotta get this. Phone <laughs> yeah, we gotta get this out real quick. Bring in the applicants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a very weird process. I will tell you. So okay. in back in the day, back in the, which <laughs> 2002. <was> <laughs> In 2002, um, there was no online applicants. It was all pieces of paper and oh files and pictures. So I literally would, I sat down with the birth father. We decided that's what we were going to do. Yeah. We read through a couple applicants. 
they it's like they write a letter to you basically telling you about why they want a baby why their difficulties having babies what they would offer their babies anything and there is a it's weird because they give you certain criteria you can write down certain criteria so i wanted her to be the first baby i wanted to help make that dream come true for a couple um that's cool. I wanted her to be from an active home. I wanted her to, I don't know. There was just a few things that I really wanted. And, and honestly, for me, religion was a big part of my decision. And I wanted her to go to a home that had the same beliefs that I did, that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was another huge factor. And I will tell you, getting these letters and seeing these pictures of these faces, it's really hard to put them down and say this is not the couple because I feel like I'm breaking their heart. Like, it, it's just the weirdest thing. Um, but it's also, like you said, it's almost like applications. Like, yeah. they're like applying to be your baby's parents. And it's the biggest decision of your life. Like, where's my. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I relied a lot on my faith during that time. I prayed a lot and I was trying to say, like, you know, God, I need help. Like, I need help knowing where my baby is to go. And um, shortly after I found out that I was 36 weeks, I moved to Utah and I lived with a, an amazing couple who became like my second family. So what was the point of the Utah move? Um, I wanted more support in, in uh, the adoption birth mom world. And there was a lot of support in Utah. And I knew a friend who had gone through their agency, had gone through their group, their counseling, all of that kind of stuff. And um, so they... Um, Thanks, Steph. I, sorry, Steph, I'm yeah. sure that. Thanks, no, Steph. No, you're good, you're good. Um, so she, or I, so I moved down there because she had gone through it and she said it was amazing support. Yeah. I went down there, I had an amazing counselor who worked with me on a weekly basis and um, I lived with this family who had two adopted boys, which was really awesome to see this whole other side of it. Yeah. And they had always said to my counselor, caseworker, if you ever need a home for somebody to go to, please know that our home is open. Awesome. And because I was no longer a minor, they didn't have to have a foster license or whatever. And so I just went and lived with them and I fell in love with their two boys and I got to see the happiness side of adoption and how amazing it was and they became my second family. I love them so much. The Smith family, thank you. I love you. Smith family. They're amazing. Still out there. All right. Yeah. And um, shortly after, I'd say two weeks after that moment of finding out that I was 36 weeks, I had her on February 11th. 2002. They say that she came a little bit early. I don't know. She was a little tiny thing. So she's getting ready to turn 16. 17. Oh, yeah. She's 2019. Yes. She's almost 17. Wow. Okay. And um, actually, that day, I didn't know who was the couple was going to be until that day that I had her. And oh, wow. Or I read their thing and I just knew immediately. I said, yeah. I, I feel good about these guys. And then I went in um, to meet them. They hadn't met the baby yet. We didn't. I, didn't have a name for her because I wanted them to pick her name. And I went in and met them, and immediately I felt these this are her right. parents. These are this is right. These are her parents. And so it was that was what I needed. It so and you spent time with her. Mm-hmm. In Three, yeah. So baby daddy spent time with her. In the yeah. Hospital. He flew down from Washington. Um, was there not during delivery, but he was there and spent a couple days with her. Morning, Christian. This was right in the middle of the 2002 Winter Olympics. Oh, I was just thinking yes. that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. And so my, or, um, yeah, so see, yeah. Alex's birth mom, or Alex's, Alex is my birth daughter, that's her name. Um, her mom was, is a beautiful dancer, amazing dancer. And she was in a dance company that was performing somewhere in the Olympic 
oh, parks so area wow. for the Olympics. Nice. And so we met them on the 11th. They said, I have, she's like, I have a performance on the 12th. Can we wait and do the placement on the 13th? And I'm like, yes, please. I will keep her as long as I can. Yeah. The hospital staff was amazing. They knew that I was placing because, I mean, your moms know, they're like wanting you out of there 24 hours. Oh, like, gosh, you are yeah. good to go. And Wheeling this, you out with the bag. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but this, uh, this hospital staff was amazing. They knew that I was there. I was going to place my baby with this couple and they let me have her as long as I wanted. They would come in and say, do you need some rest? We'll take her out of the room and take her to the nursery. I'm like, no. Yeah. I said, I will lose sleep over these next two, three days just so I can be with my baby because I'm not going to be with her. And I will tell you, that was first time I'd seen my dad cry because my parents came down with a couple of my siblings. Um, that was heart-wrenching for me, was seeing my family, because it was the first grandbaby yeah. of our family, and my parents, you know, they mourned that loss just, you know, in, a, in their way, and right. I did, and um, birth father was there. I don't, I don't give him enough credit sometimes, because he was very supportive, and he signed those papers, just like I did, to give our rights away, and um, he loved her and spent time with her, and... I mean, was there was, any point in time in that couple of days where you were like wavering on your decision? No, I because I had heard of other people, and I'm not saying that this is bad because right. it's your baby. Yeah. Um, but I just knew that when I told this couple that they were going to have a baby, that I would not go back on that. I just couldn't do mm. that to somebody else. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you the the 13th when I placed her, um, I walked down the hall. And I, and I had my baby and she the mom and dad the adoptive couple were there standing in the room and this was the first time that they were going to see her and um, they I brought her to them we had a lot of tears I have pictures of my ugly crying face that is awful but it is it's real it yeah, is what yes. it is yes um, we all took pictures and wow. then uh, they took their moment with her and I so said now I'm going to get emotional because this is the worst part. Should have brought tissue in here. I know. Um, I had to turn around and I walked out the door and I knew, I didn't know if I'd ever see her again. Yeah. Ever. Mm. Um, until the she, finality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the finale, and, until she was 21 because that's the Utah state law that the agencies will release our information if, um, if it's closed. And it was semi-closed adoption. So I didn't know their last name. They didn't know my last name. Um, and I turned around and I walked out that door and my dad was standing right there and I just crumbled into his arms and um, he had to walk me back into an empty hospital room where I had just bathed my baby and dressed her to meet her new mom and dad and um, the nurses came in and said you take as much time as you need here and um, it just was something that I it's really hard uh, to I gotta imagine that, that that the rawness of that really never kind of goes away. No. Yeah. And um, February is always a very it's a bittersweet month for me because her birthday I always replay times like I always replay the tenth and and feeling the contractions, contractions yeah. and not knowing if that was really contractions and then the eleventh and having her and just um, it was just it I replay everything. But I also replay how right it still felt, um, even though it was super, super hard. Hard, and um, I can't imagine. Yeah, I, you know, I can't. My my sister got pregnant at 16, and um, had my niece when she was 17, and she kept her. Um, 
and she's muddled her way through, you know, and now she's there, she does really well now, you know. My niece yeah. just graduated high school and junior college at the same time, and, and she's doing great and all that kind of stuff. But um, I just remember, I, going back to the whole teenage part, not proud of this, but I remember telling my sister flat out like how disappointed I was in yeah. her, and I walked out of the room like, yeah. when I found out. I was just like, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? You know, like, um, you know, especially in the small town we grew up in, you know, we're involved in the church and all this. I'm like, great, you know. Right. Selfishly thinking, not realizing it at the time, so I was too young to, you know, I was like right. 18, but selfishly thinking more about myself and what people are going to think. And, uh, wow, it's awesome that your dad and your mom used to have that support system. So how did you get through those next days, weeks, months? So because it was the Olympics, and I lived with an amazing family, they literally, like, the next day, got us we went and watched the usa women's hockey team versus china like oh, they wow. got us out they were getting right. me out they didn't want to give me any time to not not that that was about me but but they just really um got me involved in other things and kept me busy and my mom was there and, and i had a room downstairs and i remember one night coming up in the middle of the night because i couldn't sleep and i just cried and cried and cried oh, yeah. and i just laid there with my mom cuddling yeah. me and just i just cried it was very Ron, I had a lot of support, and I went to counseling, and um, which really helped me. I, I ended up staying in Utah until May because I was just kind of going through a lot of emotional yeah. stuff by myself. I'm not by myself with other people, but um, it was just I just had a lot of support, which which was huge, and my faith. I just I prayed a lot, and I really felt like you know I was I was getting help um, that way. But the what's amazing about the rest of the story is I've gotten to see her when she was five years old, and then I got to see her when she was 13, 14, so 15. How, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay, so it's a closed adoption. Yeah, it's semi-closed. Semi-closed. So, so, I mean, did you reach out? Did they reach out to you? And then the other part of my question with that is, is she, did they, they must have told, they must have raised her yeah. with the awareness yes. that you are adopted. Yes. So. They did, and they found that that's actually the healthiest. Um, Randy, what are you saying you're welcome for? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, they raised her. It's healthy to raise your child as it, they don't know anything else. They, right. they say age-appropriate things like, like you were you were in somebody another mommy's tummy and she loved you so much and she couldn't right. be there to be your mommy. So she Yes. So, yeah, so it's very normal, I yeah. think, for them. Um, and... Um, Thanks, Sarah. Love you. Love you all who have said things. Sorry. Um, you have a lot more love in your life than I think we were going to have. No one ever says I love you somewhere on the show. I was here. Go Good Huskies. morning, Wendy. Go Huskies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, we had, so when I placed her, it was, you get a letter every week for six weeks. And then after that, it goes to every two weeks. And then after that, it goes to every month. And the agency had to read through all of our letters to make sure that we weren't giving each other information. It was right. just very semi-closed. And then it came out that after six months, the adoption was finalized, because in Utah, at six months, the adoption can be finalized. Then you could be a little bit more open, but still not, you're trying to protect the couple, you're trying to protect yourself, but right. at the same time, um, I think that a lot of it, you know, adoption is a lot more open, and I think that they found that there's healing on both sides of that to make it a little bit more open. And right. so we, um, we, it, it took a few years, but we had done things like regular letters, and um, I don't know, it just, I guess it just organically grew to where we started to talk more, and then, then there was a few years ago where I got their email address, and so we were emailing back and forth, and then we uh, 
decided, so when she was five, we met up at a park. I just messaged him, said, hey, we're going to be coming through Utah. Is there any way I could meet you as in the couple? Yeah. Like, could my, me and my husband and you and your husband meet and we'll just talk. Like, Alex doesn't even need to be there. And she got back and said, I think that we can should all meet at a park and just play and have fun. And it's awesome. one of the greatest days of my life. This little five-year-old girl was amazing. She just was beautiful and I love her. And um, thanks, Laura. And um, so she... And then, then it was a, quite a while, and um, that was because her parents ended up getting a divorce, and which was, I will be honest, very hard for me. I was kind I of, was gonna, I, oh, wow. I was kind of really upset about it, and um, but then I thought, you know what? I knew what was right. I knew that it was the right thing to do, mm -hmm. and her mom assured me that they were in a good place. That it was. A, oh God, I have a cute little like four-year-old friend who likes to message me. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um, it was yeah. My mom got to see her, and um, that, yeah, my mom's Tally. Oh, yeah, she got to see. Hi, her. mom. Yeah. And at that point, Alex knew me as her friend, her new friend, and her later they told me that um, she told her grandma that she said. Um, she goes, do you know who that was? And she said, yeah, that's my new big friend, Heidi. And she goes, and she pauses, and she goes, no, that's the girl that gave me to mom and dad. Oh, so she was wow. very, her mom says she's always been very much aware of yeah. things without having to say. That's um, and then, you know, time had gone by, and I talked back and forth with her mom. Her mom's incredible, like the best mom ever that I could yeah. have ever imagined for her. And um, she said, you know, we decided at 13 that we would see each other again, and that was incredible. Like she's just one of my, I don't know, I love seeing her. And so I've seen her almost every year since she was 13. And then, so her dad, he's still a big part of the picture. Yeah, her adoptive dad. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, he is. Um, yep, they go, they spend time with him and they spend, you know, right. the normal, yeah. that Sometimes, type of thing. You know, yeah, know, so. Um, and so they, anyways, they, Rory, you're holding yourself together. Well, oh, it doesn't take much for me. Yeah, right? yeah, they yeah. know that I'm a crier, so I'm over here. I'm like, I'm like stomping on my foot and no. biting my lip. I'm like, nope, hold it together. You got this. Yeah. Anyways, I, I mean, yeah, you're doing great. There was, <laughs> Thank you I for will, the support. I will tell you, when I saw her when she was 13. You're supposed to support her, Rory. I know. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is therapy here? for me. Yes. When, when she was 13, uh, so I will tell you, seeing her, so people would say, well, isn't that hard for you to see her again and have to say goodbye? Yes, it is so hard, but the, those hours that I get with her are so priceless. And it's almost, I try to explain this to somebody. And Alex, if you're watching this, you're going to think this is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I kind of treat it like if you're I'm dating. I'm trying to wrap my brain around that. It's like she might be watching yeah, this. She, and, yeah, yeah, well, she's in school right now. You better not she, be watching Better not. Better not be your boyfriends. <laughs> no, she, so she, um, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to explain to people, it's kind of like dating somebody new where you're like, you're watching them and you want to like watch their tenant like their personality traits right. and then you're like but you don't want to be too creepish where you're like i want to be by you all the time yes. and then you're like are they gonna think i'm weird if i do something are they gonna like it or it's the funniest thing because i just I creeping on me, i know i do i really tried hard not to be the creeper but um just lingering i'm like <laughs> I'm taking your picture 75 times. So, and that was the other thing. I'd be like, how many times can I ask her to take a picture of her or to have a selfie with her? But um, good morning, one, Jason. One of the greatest things was when I would go to say goodbye, and I hated that. I hate saying goodbye because I never know how long it will be before I get to see her again. 
is I hugged her, and she, so when I first saw her when she was 13, she kind of did one of these, like, side hugs. Yeah. Awkward, yeah. like, I don't really Thank know what's you. happening. This How is are we weird. supposed to do this? How are we supposed to yeah. do this? You look like me. I look like you. Like, is, I can't even imagine what her side of it is. And um, when we went to leave, though, after a few hours of hanging out, she gave me the biggest bear hug oh. and just had her head right here, and I'm just bawling and bawling. Oh. And I just say, Alex, I know that this doesn't make sense. It could not make sense to you, but I love you so much. And she just paused and she goes, I love you too. And then I'm like, ah! like then I'm just losing it. And Get in the car. I know. Yeah. Get in the car. <laughs> so, I mean, I've seen her two other times since then. Two wow. or three times since then. And it's the same ugly cry, the same I love you, the same every time. And then I ugly cry all the way home. And I told my husband because we went um, back because her, her her adopted mom got um, her mom got remarried. Okay. And so I went to, we got to go to their wedding. And I remember being in the car. And my husband's a fixer. I love him for it. And yeah. he's like, so I just Can't told him right before. I said, yeah. I don't need you to. I just need you to let me cry. Just let me ugly cry. That's all I need. Just yeah. get it out. And it's like sobs and sobs and sobs. Mm. And then I have my moment, and I'm kind of somber for the next. That well, he's day. a fixer and he loves you, and it's yes. his job to make yes. sure you're taken care of. Yeah, yes. it's got to be tough. For but me too. we, I mean, yeah. we have a great relationship, and, and like I said in my video, I don't know if people watch the whole seven minutes, but I don't want to be anything else in her life but her friend. That's all I want to be. I just want to be her friend. I want to be her friend forever. She has a mom, and her mom is incredible. And her dad, you know, is her dad, and I just. People have a hard time. They're like, I don't know how to say it. Do you call her your daughter? I'm like, she's my she's my birth daughter. She came for me, but she is someone else's kid. somebody else's to raise. And I said, you know, I I wrote this little saying because I have a picture with me and her mom, and we're just looking at each other. And it's one of my favorite pictures that I have. And it says, I gave birth to her daughter, and she's raising mine. You know, it's just it's this whole it's what it's beautiful, and I yeah, wow. I love them, and they're my whole I don't know. I love my kids too, and they're my kids. But I, I just is something different with Alex because I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But that's why I'm so pro. It's a different experience. I'm very pro adoption. It just blesses so many people's lives. Right. She has blessed so many people's lives. And she's incredible. Um, I have a question on this whole thing. Well, it's interesting because so my my wife's cousin Adriel, she was adopted, and you know it was very obvious that she was adopted a different race and everything else. But. Um, she just recently, and Adriel is, she's got to be, what, 30, 34 now? Anyways, she ended up having um, a daughter in college as well, when she's like 19, 20, and then, um, you know, telling her daughter her story. But just recently, like four years ago, she got in touch with her birth mom, and she had sisters. And they actually have a really, it's, um, it was tough for Aunt Donna at the beginning, you yeah. know, um, but now they all get together and hang out. Right. And she loves hanging out with her birth mom. Like she goes and visits her. I think she's in Northern California. She goes and visits her and hangs out. And it's it's kind of cool to see how that all, you know, came around for her. And, and for Adriel, it gave her, you know, she said it just gave her a source or a sense of like knowing more about herself. Oh, yeah. Where do I come from? Where do I get things? From? And I was going to say, you know, kind of putting puzzle yeah. pieces together. So, wow. Thank you, Christian. Thanks, Mama. Pastor, uh, Christian was uh, one of my youth pastors uh, oh, growing really? up out of church. Yeah. yeah, good dude. So he's got some strong feelings on this. So let's get into a little bit more of the controversy. Thanks for sharing. Controversy. Well, yeah, controversy. <laughs> well, my other thought is, is that have you, have you had a chance to kind of think about the future? I mean, when she turns 18, 21, I mean, she can... Do she can say what she wants, and I mean, 
the, the beautiful thing about the story is, is it, at some point she could say, I have two moms. Yeah. I mean, she could flat out say that. But I mean, it just, it seems like up to this point, the way the story you've told us, it sounds like it's going to continue on in a beautiful way. Like there's no, yeah. there's no hard feelings anywhere. Everybody's on the same page. We're all here to support Alex and, and we yeah, all I, like each other. Yeah. I just, it, on one hand, it, it seems like a sad story because you had to place her at 18, but it's like, it, it's like it's flowering into this beautiful yes. family they, story. They just feel like family. And we've yeah. said that. We feel like we've known each other our whole lives. Um, me and, and her mom. Yeah. We feel like we, and, and we've been very careful about, like I don't personally have like Alex's phone number. I don't have her Snapchat. I don't have, we don't text. And that's because right. I and still that's think, healthy. Yes, absolutely. And I've always been one to say, you know, to her mom, like I'm, I'm being patient. This is the only thing I'm patient in in my life. Like ask my kids and my husband. This is the only thing I'm patient in. Because I know <laughs> I that, that it can uh, be. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Be quiet! I'm coach! Yes. But it can turn into this beautiful thing. And I've all I've lived my life wanting to make her proud. I didn't want to be that birth mom where she was like, dude, my mom, my birth mom is a joke. Like where, I didn't want her Where is she? Some bridge somewhere. Somewhere. I didn't yeah. want I wanted her to be proud of me and I wanted her to want to know me. Whether it was 18 or 21 or whenever we decided to build this friendship. Right. You know, and, and her mom said something once to me. She says, you know, I'm just trying to raise capable human beings who are going to be adults. Because really, we're all going to be adults someday. Yeah. You know, and, and she's like, and really, in reality, at 18, she can decide. You know, but right now, we're yeah. not there yet. And, right. you know, she's going to be a senior in high school next year, which blows my mind. Wow. It's crazy. Um, but it just has grown very organically and very slow. And I'm okay with that. And there have been times where it's been hard. Where I'm like, why can't I see her every day of my life? Or whatever, right. You know, yeah. but for both of us... And I don't know everything that she's dealt with, with right, her, her feelings, feelings yeah. and, but whatever it is, it's okay. And that is a beautiful thing is we're all there to support her and we love her and she is so loved and I'm just, I am excited for what the future holds, whatever that means for us. Is it crazy to think about that she's coming up to the age yeah. that you were? Yes. We've done yes. that with Jesse, where our oldest, she's, uh, she's 21 now and we've she's actually she's brought it up to us but she's like you know at this age mom was having me and then you know at this age mom was pregnant with jonathan and we're just like but you're not ready to yeah, be no. a mom oh my gosh we, we weren't no, ready either holy yeah. cow yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's bizarre oh 25 when i had that oh, get heidi on the calendar for 2022 so we can get an update okay. <laughs> <laughs> We Don't worry. This desk. Yes. This table. I'll so. invite Luke, but he won't accept the invitation until the yeah. day before. So. <laughs> I just show up. I'm sorry. I didn't see it. I'm stressing like for three months. Is Luke going to be there? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I will tell you that this whole issue with New York and Virginia and oh, the whole... Obviously. Ob obviously it pulls a trigger and... and I don't really like to argue political stuff, but this is one I can't be silent about. Go for it. You know, I just, I don't, I don't know, I'm just. So what do you say, I, I ask, so this is, so as, as, as gentlemen, we're not allowed to say we're, I, I mean, you but know what, what I'm saying? You weren't a part of somebody getting pregnant? That's No, my, well, that's you. the thing. So I have thank a buddy. Thank you, Heidi. Yeah. I do have a buddy, his, his girlfriend went and got an abortion without telling him, and it haunts him to this day, because well, yeah. he wanted to. It's, but we're not like, if I'm having a discussion with a woman and we're talking, and this comes up, right? And I say, oh, I'm very pro-life. And she's like, it's not your body. No. I mean, that comes out all the time, right? right? Or like, you can't say what I can, and I'm like, I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your body, you know? Right. Um, so, 
No, she's or or it's a you don't understand. Okay, but you do understand. Yeah. So what's your argument when you're when you're talking to, to a, a you know pro choicer who who brings that like well it's my body and you don't understand but, what it's like. But, but my body isn't Alex's body. She it's yeah. it's two different okay, bodies. So that is yeah. Okay. okay, we're connected by a little tube called an umbilical cord. Yeah. <laughs> and I supplied her with yeah nutrients and whatever she needed to live because she was a living person because let me tell you that was the biggest thing I missed when I had her and I, I missed feeling her inside of me mm. I missed that I mean I missed that about all my babies when I had yeah. when I gave birth to them I thought oh I miss feeling them inside of me yeah. but I mean they are a living person and I don't feel like I have the right to say you don't you're not worth living you, you don't have the right to live right. And, and you know if you take the feelings out of it scientifically it's another human being absolutely different dna mm -hmm. i mean well then you know and then people are giving the argument well what if you find out that it has some disability or because it's out there now they're saying you can you can abort because you find out your baby has down syndrome so it's like sparta i'm like what it's just morning david it's it just blows my mind that people can just decide oh i don't i i don't really care about this did you guys i don't know yeah. did it's you really guys see the uh the representative in virginia who was was in uh was in some kind of he's the governor not, not the governor i'm talking about the lady who actually is introducing the bill in virginia oh no no no, no she no. was in like some conference you know how like i I don't know all the stuff about doing bills and everything, but they got to have like a discussion about it and everything. Yeah. The, there was a guy that was asking her questions, and he was saying, so basically, this this bill you're introducing means you can have an abortion up until uh, through the third trimester. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, so let me get this straight. So she's dilating, mm -hmm. and she can still have an abortion. And she said, yes. And I and I looked at my because I showed it to my wife. Yeah. I showed the, this lady talking, and and I I told her I said. What's to stop that woman, and I'm not talking bad about that woman, but what's to stop her, say, say her and her boyfriend have a bad breakup in the, in, the, in the beginning of the ninth month, and all of a sudden she decides, you know what, screw him, I don't want to deal with this anymore, I'm taking the baby out. Now I know that's kind of a crude way to say it, but in that particular situation, in Virginia, she has the right to do that under that bill. And I'm thinking to myself, where are the, where's the father's rights in this? Why, why, why up until, I mean, because you think about it, at 12.48 a.m., baby's still inside. At 12.49, baby's out. And in our society right now, 12.49, that's murder. 12.48, no, still in the womb. Well, and it's like, how do, we, how do we judge that the barrier is right there between human life and not human well, life? Well, something that uh, Rachel brought to me last night in my life, she said, what has never made sense to me is abortion, basically let's say, they refer, like the governor referred to the eight month or the nine month old pregnant as a fetus. And I'm like, okay, well your argument used to be that you could abort because it was a fetus, it wasn't a baby. So it happened up until it was like, you know, whatever, four months or three, whatever that is. Well, now you're calling it a fetus at nine months. Right. And, and so, you know, we're, we're shifting the line, right? And But something she said, Rachel said to me was, how is it that if you, if someone murders a gal who happens to be pregnant, four or five months, no matter what it is, two months, three months, they will, you'll be convicted for double homicide. Two. Right. Double right. homicide. But our society says that's a double homicide, but 
it's okay, it's not a homicide up till the now the ninth month ninth to month, right. to terminate the pregnancy. I, I just don't understand that double standard. Well, then they say, well, if it's not viable pregnancy, or it's not, uh, yeah. the mother is in danger. So, my husband brought up a good point. He goes, what's, what's the difference in either deciding in nine months when the mom's struggling and mm -hmm. you're gonna go deliver and you're losing blood or something? Yeah. And then he goes, isn't that what it's called emergency C-sections? Right. Because My first daughter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. C-sections. So, what, yeah. like, what, what's wrong with that? Why can't we take out a living baby, still save mom, mm -hmm. and, yep. mm -hmm. and keep this Yeah, that didn't make point to, yeah, I'm glad. I don't know. I don't, I, yeah. don't, I don't understand that whole point. Well, it's not. And, you know, and I've read a lot of things where there are accredited OBGYNs who say there's never a reason to terminate a baby at in the third trimester. No. There's no reason. No, no. They would take the baby early if they needed to, or they would, you know, in, induce, I don't know. It's well, just, we've got a friend, uh, Leanne. Yeah. Uh, when, when was her baby born? Who? I want to say Leanne, Leanne Shoemaker. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, uh, the, the little the little baby, Actually, unfortunately, I can't remember the baby's name, but born super premature, super, super oh, premature. Oh, yeah, 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 gosh, she was born, um, man, 2018 weeks? Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. I think it was like early twenties. He just had a six-month birthday that day, and he's still in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. And, but he's got to make a recovery. Yeah. yeah, and and that's the thing. It's like you got this little guy. Everybody's fighting for this little guy's life at twenty-two weeks. We'll say twenty-two weeks. Yeah. But at 38, 39 weeks, meh, yeah, nah. It's just it's a slippery slope. It's, it's yes. Oh, well, then, then something else that I. I read is that, so it used to be, I don't remember if this was Virginia or New York, but it used to be you had to have two consulting physicians and somebody else decide if that's what needed to happen. Well, now it's just one. One person can make that decision. One corrupt doctor. There's no, yeah, there's no consulting others and deciding who. Oh, here goes Mike. Here goes Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, this is a hot topic and, it, and, I, I, and I'm just going to put it out there. I don't think. And good morning. It's not my body it, yeah. um, well you know and, and the fathers have rights and I mean if, if if my if the birth father of Alex had to sign his rights away to give our baby to somebody else why doesn't he have rights to tell me whether or not that, yeah. to have the abortion like a lot of these double standards it is sense. double standards yeah. it's and I still, think you make a great point on the slippery slope because Who's to say that down the road, the government doesn't say, you know what, if you don't perform this abortion, we're taking away your license. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where it's come to. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a doctor, he's all over social media right now saying that he won't do it. Yeah. Uh, he's good, good on him. him. Good that's on him. him. That's right. I just, and something that too, and this may be completely, I thought, I, I've always, when, I, when you're a kid, right, when you think about doctors, like, you go to the doctors to get better. Doctors yeah. are, you know, they're supposed to preserve your life. And now... It's like flipped in the last 10 or 15 years. You know, I mean, granted, Roe versus Wade, been around a lot longer than that, but it's just gotten more to where I don't look at doctors anymore. Someone's supposed to prevent life. Like, it's like, what is your job? So, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's horribly tragic. And um, I don't know. I was really, when that whole New York thing happened last week, um, I didn't think it could get worse. I spent no. half a day processing that. And then you post that thing about Virginia, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yes, because, correct me if I'm wrong world that if, <laughs> I'm not going to correct you. We're going to put it already when known. What I read, and it's good to see somebody's opinion on what happened, is that if a baby is born disabled, you can decide right there to terminate. It's like if the mother says, 
and the doctor say, this baby's not, you can decide when it Which dies. Which so because I grew up, like, you know, like history class, you know? and I learned about Sparta, and they would say, the reason Sparta became Sparta or whatever, is that if a baby was born with any deformities, they would just chuck it over the cliff, right? And we were taught, oh, how horrific is that? How horrible is this? You know, it's a person, blah, blah, blah. Well, now, <coughs> in the last 20 years since then, since I had high school history or whatever, we've now shifted in society to people are actually thinking, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, that should be fine. Well, what yeah. I hate is uh, abortion is not a birth control. Like, you don't just go have unprotected sex, get pregnant, and then decide, oh, I didn't really want that to happen, so I decided to get an abortion instead of either eight, taking care of it yourself and this bull crap that people say that say, oh, it's all of the male's faults for all the abortions because you should have a condom. So right. that's out there. I know, I know. It's in its... Oh, so what, what are we responsible for? <laughs> all of a sudden it's the man's fault again? I, there's one thing that I'm against, and that is man bashing. You don't I man bash. It takes two. It takes <laughs> two. I don't know if Mike. some people failed history. Or there's only history one time health. that it took one. By all, one, <laughs> one time. Okay? Yeah, one time. <laughs> but still... I mean, yeah. when, so, so we can man bash and then we can blame. So say men are whatever, us women, we have our rights and we get to do all this. And then all of a sudden, well, it's the man's fault I got pregnant. See, I think it's, nope. actually, I think it's actually disrespectful to women to say, oh, yeah, yes. you, you can go have yes. an abortion. Absolutely. Because it's saying, we understand you can't handle being a mother. So you know what? Well, yeah. I don't, let's I don't know. I, I, we, I said this last week, right? In... I had a couple people I talked to this week. It's like, well, I don't agree with you. And I'm like, life is about consequences, repercussions for actions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything you do, good or bad, right? Good or bad. So you, <laughs> I've never heard someone come to me and be like, yeah, I got pregnant. I have no idea how. Like, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, like, you're aware of what causes this. So there's consequences and there's action. And it shouldn't, the way I've always looked at it, the, it shouldn't affect another life. Your decision, your choice, those consequences and actions should not affect another life, right? And that, and, and to me, that's abortion affects another life, right? you know? Yeah. I can't just decide, like, oh, I don't, in, in any other part of life, if something hellish happens, because of me being an idiot, I can't just be like, no, oh, I don't like that, let's go right. back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> let's go back. You know, Tamara brings up a good point. She says, I totally agree the father and men have a say. The tricky bit is equal say. If the birth father was adamant about abortion and say both had to agree, or then what? So I guess I do understand it's my body to an extent. Yeah. Maybe in that case, the father shouldn't have any obligation to pay child support. Such a complex issue. Oh yeah. That's I mean, good point. that is a good point. So yeah, what's yeah. the birth father saying? Abortion, abortion, abortion. I, I mean. So as far as abortion goes, we obviously know where you stand, and um, I take your opinion over everybody else's because you've gone through something that I could never imagine. Like I, you know, I've had four kids, and you know, I, I can vividly remember, especially with Maddie, my first one, and you know. We've all got things in our past or things being done, and, and and we're just laying in the hospital, thinking like like praying, God don't let me screw this up. Yeah. Yep. You know, please don't let her be afflicted by my idiocy. Right. You know, and um, which but, we all we all they all do, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all saving up for that. We pray that, and then we go ahead and do it. Right. Or I'm like trying to tell them something, and they're like, Well, how do you know that? I'm like, well, I, I, I've heard. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. um, but I just couldn't even in that like. 25 years old, scared, thinking to myself, like, man, I'm not even grown up yet. Yeah. You know, and here I am. Yeah. And now I'm responsible for this life. And, uh, but then fast forward, when she was four and I was about to turn 30, I had like a semi midlife crisis. I started getting horrible anxiety because 
I start having this fear like, well, what if I die? Yeah. Who's going to take care of her if I die? And, and so I can't imagine, honestly, like the strength that must have took for both you and uh, your boyfriend or whatever, the birth father, to get yeah. her away. I, I just, you couldn't have pried Maddie from my, you know, my firstborn from my cold, dead hands. Um, so you're amazing, first of Thank all, for you. that. That's just an incredible. And I, you know what's funny is it wasn't real to me. I knew that you had from following, you know, being on Facebook and stuff, but until you post that story today, it really hit home, like how, oh my God. Um, so here's my question, I guess, on the abortion. We obviously know where you stand. Um, and this is one that I've, I've struggled with, is should it be legal? I've gone back and forth on this because I, I'm totally against it. Um, but then I, I go like, well, you know, if we don't make it legal, then they're going to do it anyways, and it's going to be a dirty dancing, some girl getting hangered in an alley, and, and yeah. it's not safe. And so, I, you know, where do you stand on that whole? I, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough, It right? is it, tough. That's, that's really yeah. tough. I, I think you hit it home when you said abortion is not a contraceptive. And I think if we can educate people to understand that, don't, don't use that as a contraceptive. And I mean, you know, my, my faith is against a lot of contraceptions out there, actually all contraceptions. But it's also at the same time, it's like, things happen. We yeah. get it. But don't use that. And I, I know people in my extended family that have used it as a contraception. And it makes me sick. Because I don't understand how you can have it's a... the backup plan. How can you have an abortion and there, have a child? There, isn't there a pill the morning yeah. after? Morning I after. mean, like, the contraception is free. Right. Right now. Right. There's really, like, to get a prescription from your doctor, and I didn't even really understand that this was... Anyways, you go in, you get your prescription, they say, oh, you don't owe me anything. Thanks, sign here. Yeah. It's free. There's no excuse. If you want... And you know what? I actually, I have a friend who told me, she goes, you know, I don't have a desire to be a mom. That's not something I want to do. And she said, I went into my doctor and I tried asking to get my tubes tied and he wouldn't do it because I'm so young. And I thought, you know, I have more respect for her mm -hmm. knowing that that's not what she wants. She wants to take care of it that way than for her to decide later, oh, you know, I'll get pregnant one or two or three times and I'm gonna decide to just abort because I don't want to have a baby or I mean I'm sure she's taking she's taking care of it she's having using contraception or whatever but birth control is free I've heard that you can walk into a Planned Parenthood and get condoms oh you can I don't I, don't I was joking with someone the other day because I went to BLU and <laughs> I sent someone I said they needed a, a, a medical screening I'm going to the doctor I said honestly just go over to BLU the medical building on the side you walk in they'll have a you know an RN or whatever do your medical screening for you and I joked with her, I was like, and grab a handful of condoms on your way out the door. Like they all, you know, she yeah. was like, what do I need those for? I, I mean, I'm just I, kidding, but. Yeah. We're in 2019, there's no excuse. Yeah, no, no. For contraception. Yeah. If abortion is not a form of contraception. It's not a, oh, I don't know. Take yeah. care of it before. I don't thing, care if you're drunk. I don't care if <laughs> you're all into it. Go take a second, go find a condom. If you're all into it. I don't care, take care of it. Be freaking responsible speaking See, of this and the thing is what jason put on there jason said um uh, where did it go he <laughs> said he said keep it like mike kids these it. days need to play more jenga learn how to pull out <laughs> God. my doctor called so the this pull out is, uh, by the way this is one of my best friends that i told you about earlier oh that i had to babysit when he was drunk before he's oh, watching yeah. yeah you're right yeah i was like mike <laughs> and the thing is i find myself with what jason said keep it legal i in our society, I, I find myself 
kind of leaning that way just a little bit, but with regulations yes. and monitoring. Be because I, I think that option should be there if there's a true emergency, a right. true something going on. But I, I, the bottom line is, take responsibility. Yeah. I mean, even at 16, 17, 18, you know what you're doing. You do. I mean, how many times in school did we have to go through the, this is what boys do, this yeah. is what girls do, this yeah. is what happens when boys and girls get together. I walk remember when Maverick was, you know, things have even changed in the last 13 years from when Maddie was born, or was 11 years between Maddie and Maverick. Um, and, and Rach and I were a bit taken aback just in the sense that when Maddie was born, we weren't really asked anything about abortion or whatever. It something you had to bring up, you know, right. if, you, if that was. With Maverick, I don't know how many times we were asked, like, do you want to do a Down syndrome screening? You know, right, right, right. And I'm like, Absolutely. no. And they're like, well, you'd want to know in case you wanted to abort. I'm like, it's not on the table. Well, did you And we were asked her yeah. four times. Oh, Veronica, is that what you were saying? Veronica well, getting said, to that, yeah. Yeah, that she says, I have a friend whose baby has Down syndrome. Their doctor handed my friend and her husband abortion pamphlets. Yep. They were disgusted. Yeah. That baby will now be 10, and yes, he ha does have Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, well, look at Clara, our friend Clara, you yeah. know, Karen's daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, she's what? She's over callous. And, it's it's one of Maddie's best little friends, yeah. and she follows her around school, and she's she is down syndrome, and she's adorable. And I, you know, I just like I can't imagine not having her around. I posted yesterday that when I was a senior in high school, I coached helps co coach basketball Special Olympics, and that was one of the best experiences of my life. I I love, I mean, people with Down syndrome, they are incredible, mm -hmm. incredible human beings. Who I posted a video yesterday. I I think he was quirky from the. Show life, life was, was on. on. Okay. Yeah. Was because he said he's an Emmy Award winning. Yep, I thought it was maybe him. That's what it is. And I used to watch that show too. And he said that there's a study that Down syndrome people are happier than, and I would completely agree with that. They light up a room. Oh, they Claire's are so, always stoked. Yeah. yeah, he walks in smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I pick her up every morning. I pick her up this morning, and I drop her off at school in the morning for her mom. And she gets in the car every morning, just picks them up. I, hey, Luke! I, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. Like, I can't hop in, Clara Baron, let's do this. Yes, yeah. they bring life, light, and diversity to our earth. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Steph just asked a question. Uh, never asked myself this question. Do you think they ever denied a man of a second due to age? Uh, I know for a fact, no, because I used to work with a guy in a, in a computer company, yeah. and he told me that at a very young age, he got his tubes, or not his tubes, <laughs> Well, 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 well good. He, she, I mean, yeah. Um, no, he got a vasectomy because both him and his wife, they knew that they didn't want to have kids. Now, I don't know if she got her tubes tied. And but, he was young. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he was right. Uh, I think it was early 30s. I have a buddy, John, because uh, he's in his early 30s now, but he, he had a vasectomy and he was like 22. He told me he, got, he just knew. He's just like, I don't ever want kids. He hasn't changed his mind. He's like, it's reversible. But, it is, yeah. yeah. He's just like, I just knew at that age, like, I just don't, and he goes, I haven't changed my mind. I don't see myself with kids. So, yeah, I agree, Steph. Double standard. I, yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. I think it should be one of those things that if anybody wants to do that, you know, allow them to go through some counseling Yeah. so they understand the decision they're making. And once they sign it, hey, you're an adult, you're yeah. a big boy, you're a big girl, yeah. that's what you decided. Yeah, absolutely. I just, you know, I I don't know, I just look at, my, my kids are such a gift. And um, absolutely. it's, I, I look at, I have good friends, um, they don't mind if <laughs> I say anything. They, you know, Hector and Sarah, who their first with um, Camden, their first like treatments and, and struggles and, and and many nights crying and why can't I get pregnant? You know, these people that want it so badly for themselves. We have other friends right now that are going through this right now, and they're looking at it as adoption as an issue. Someone out there will love that child. Yes. Someone out there will give them a home and, hey, and give them a chance in this world. And. Um, 
I, it just breaks my heart to think of that life and what it could have been. Um, yeah. And especially when you, I can't even, I can't, I can't get through. Rachel pulled something up the other day about how they do the, like the suction abortions, and, oh. and it's dismemberment. I can't watch. And I, she was, she started reading it, and she just started crying. She's like, I can't do it. She put it down, and I was just like, I, you know, I look at my kids every day and just think, how do people? How do people yeah, do my my brother and sister in law right now are going through infertility, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, I I watch my sister on the other side of not being able to have children, and she's heartbroken because they want nothing more than to have their own babies, yeah. and. So she is appalled with everything because she is one of those couples, they are one of those couples who are really struggling with infertility right now and they would be the best parents in the world and yeah. you know she's, like I said, they're struggling with it on that end yeah. and um, it's heartbreaking mm. and they will, they will be amazing parents someday, whether it be through IVF or adoption, they yeah. are going to be incredible parents and it does, it makes me so sad. So and one of my best friends, Jennifer, she has three adopted girls, and they amazing. are incredible. Thank goodness, their birth mom had was <laughs> like not <laughs> not wanting to choose a, yeah. abortion because yeah. those little girls bless my life. Um, well, okay, so I have some follow up questions. Yes. I want to wrap around. Baby daddy, for lack of a better term, birth father, doing well in the world. Baby yeah, I think so. Well, I think so. He, uh, he, I do know. <laughs> it's gonna be really weird. I mean, if you're from Ellensburg, you should know well, <laughs> what he's doing. Yes, but but I will say that he's not on Facebook. I think his wife is. So he has a wife and two little boys. Okay. And um, I do know that because I just mutual friends and course, um, yeah. seeing stuff like on six his degrees mom, of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So he has he has been a lot more um, absent. I guess after six months uh, when Alex was six months, he kind of stepped back and didn't really write them anymore or communicate with them anymore. And that's just how he dealt with it. He, yeah. he had to deal with it a little bit differently. It's not wrong. Yeah, and um, I hope that eventually when it's the right time that she will be able to have a relationship with him mm -hmm. because I think that it would be really healthy for him to see where she is and how well she's doing. And um, yeah. anyways, I just, I, I think that she's amazing. After the first time... I, well, when I saw her at 13, I remember having this discussion with my husband and saying, oh, I wish that he could see how awesome she's doing. Like, I wish that he could yeah. experience this. Right. So you that's know? a follow-up then. Yeah. How's your husband doing with it? Oh, he's amazing. He is. You was, know, that, was there any pause? Because I would imagine when you guys start dating, you'd have to be like, hey, just so you know. Well, this is a funny story about that. So. Or did it just come out? <laughs> like, no, well, kind three of. Three years into the kind marriage. Of. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we were kind of hanging out, dating, friends, yeah. trying to figure out where we were in our relationship. And, um, well, the I other was, part of that, sorry, real no, quick, is if you wouldn't mind addressing, with your faith, was he, part, was he the same faith that you yes. were before? Yes. So I would imagine... Right, mm -hmm. in, in, I mean, I can imagine my own, and you know, in our own church, you know, the Nazarene church. That, well, I don't know, Nazarenes are a bit crazy, but um, <laughs> I like to live on the fringe. Um, but that would give pause. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you're like, oh, oh, you're dating a gal who you know, was a teen pregnancy, you know, kind of a deal. So anyway, yeah. Ahead, sorry. So uh, I would back to school at BYU Idaho after I had Alex. Um, I took some time off, and then I went back to school, and that's where I met my husband. And one of the local radios, or not radio, news stations wanted to do, they had a thing called Wednesday's Child where they talked about adoption every Wednesday. 
um, they wanted to interview me. So I did an interview with them. And at that point, I think Alex was maybe only two years old, roughly. And um, he walked in when they had the whole news crew set up into my apartment. And he's like, what's going on here? I'm like, this is weird. And I, I looked at my roommate and I go, can you just tell him? Yeah, that would like really help me out. Oh. So she took him into the room and said and told, I don't know what she said. We ended up having a discussion about it later. Yeah. And oh, hi, Andrea. That's my, that's my Alex's mama. Oh. Andrea. She's amazing. Yeah, we've heard great things. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. About you and Alex, your, your daughter. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, so that's how he found out. And later on, we've had discussions. And you know, he did get some flack for it because, I mean, if you know anything about our faith, about Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we, it's abstinence before yeah. marriage. You right. don't. And, right. and I, he did get some flack and said, well, you've waited your whole life. Why would you want to date somebody who didn't wait? You know, uh, he, because and, I love him? Right, right. And Jared, he, can, can I go out and get a wonder just I one know. night? No? <laughs> <laughs> Is that on the table? We'll make it equal Level here. things out? <laughs> No. So he, you know, and he said to them, he goes, do we not believe, you know, that, that we can be forgiven and, and, you know, and born again, right? Born, it's the idea you know, yeah, and, salvation. Of, and yeah. he's always been amazing with it. And he got to meet her when she was five. You know, he's been with me every time, except this last time that I've seen her and he beats, he loves her. And what's uh -huh. awesome, what's kind of cool about this is Alex, sometimes the past couple of times, she's felt more comfortable like budding up with him because there's no pressure right? Yeah, right. with Jared there's Just no pressure dude. <laughs> yeah with with me and her it's a it's a little bit more of that like how do I act how am I right. whatever but with him they're like buddies like oh what does Heidi like does Heidi like seafood does Heidi like whatever and I'm like what about why, why can't she ask me yeah, but yeah. Like, there's no pressure right here. there and yes, I'm totally I okay with that <laughs> I'm still in the room I I'm totally you. okay with it but I love that he loves her so much and he just yeah i think that he just feels that family connection that we're all connected somehow and we all love each other well she's so. an extension of you yeah and yeah so he obviously adores you so yeah well but. let's let's finish up talking real quickly about a couple of things that maybe you know out there um heidi i would imagine you know but uh, there are programs out there to help help these young women who get in these situations and and we've got a really good friend megan wentland who posted something I think last night and it She's was watching yeah and it was basically she was like you know what i got all these people on here that are spouting all the pro-life stuff and she says i'm i'm pro-life she says but none of you are coming up with solutions all of you are just saying uh pro-life 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 but you're not like well what if what if someone is in that situation i'll tell you later mom <laughs> <laughs> she'll call you and so i asked her i asked her i said can you send me over a couple of places that you could think of so she sent over um care net and new beginnings here in puyallup um, she says she doesn't know too much about New Beginnings, but CareNet provides parenting classes, baby items, mentors. Okay. And, and I know like for our church, uh, All Saints Parish right over here, I know that there are programs to help young women yeah. who are in those situations. So, and I agree with Megan, more of these programs, more people that support pro-life issues, we do need to step up. We do need to talk yeah. more about, okay, you guys say there are options. What are my options? Right. Well, here you go. Right. This, this, and this. So, I mean, what have you run across in in your life? Well, you're um, plugged into some groups. Yeah. Yeah. Small groups and all that kind of... Yeah, I was. And I had counseling. So, at that time, LDS Family Services did adoptions and did counseling for birth moms and stuff. And they still do counseling. I don't think that they do the adoptions anymore. They put that more on other adoption agencies. Okay. But, um, but there are absolutely groups. And, you know, when I was first in... Um, 
right after I had Alex, I was very private about everything. You know, my close family knew. I wasn't very public about it. And then I just had the thought, if I can educate people and help them, then I will, um, then I will maybe educate people. And as much as sometimes it causes me. Hopefully, hopefully we won't crash it. Let's see. Okay. If I can help educate people and be a support out there, I've had uh, so many friends and family members who have messaged me and said, hey, I have a question about adoption, or I have a question about who could I go to to get help with whatever. And that's what I, why I think it's important to share my story and to say, I am an open book. If there are any questions you guys have, I am willing to answer them and be a support to anybody. I used to help mentor girls um, when they found out they were pregnant. And before I even knew if they were wanting to place for adoption or keep, I was still a mentor for them because ultimately it is a decision you will have to live with for the rest of your life. And, you know, I have a sister who also got married or got pregnant out of wedlock and she chose to keep. He's the most incredible little boy in the world. And because her story was different than mine in that regards where she chose to keep. And I helped her and I will help girls always make the decision because you're the one that's going to be dealing with them. Every baby's cute. Everybody wants to snuggle a little baby. Oh, yeah. But what about a snotty three-year-old kid who doesn't want to eat whatever? All of a sudden, where's all your help? Throws they're gone. Throws at you. You know, they're gone. Maverick. So it's... Um, <laughs> Colic. So I, I am... I want to be a support and a voice out there for people who... If you know somebody who is pregnant and doesn't know what they want to do or if they just need somebody to talk to who's been through it, I can be that person for them. I mean, reach out to me and I would love to answer questions and give support to anybody that, that needs it. That's incredible. So is there, are you plugged into groups in Puyallup or, or anything like that? Or? Um, I mean, I just have my church group that I go to, but yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. I mean, with this whole issue, I feel like it, like you said, like I need to be out there more and, yeah. and support people. Well, you're getting there. <laughs> so, and the thing is, is we all come, we are all coming from a place of love. There's, yeah. there's no judging here. I mean, even somebody who decides that they want to, or somebody that has done. It. I, I know it may sound like when I was talking about my extended family member earlier that I'm, I'm judging them. I am in one sense, but in another sense, it's like, what, where did I fail? Where did I not provide them help or love or support or whatever? So I mean, we're not coming to you. I don't know why Yelp keeps on doing that, Sorry. but it's not a big deal. Um, but just know that we're all coming to you guys from a place of love. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, there's no hate at all and I'm glad you said you know you're an open book if you if anybody's got questions by all means reach reach sure. out to Heidi yeah anybody who any of our friends that are watching or anybody that sees us throughout the week obviously she's tagging this and so you can reach out to her or if you feel more comfortable reaching out to her because you know us we, we, we'd love to plug in with Heidi um, and I'm just I, I'm really thankful you came on I really appreciate it um, thank you I didn't know how that was going to go I was like, I'm going to ask her um, but it's this has been amazing. Yeah, it really has. Um, and unfortunately, and I just wanted to touch on it a little bit. Unfortunately, her video was out there. She did get some backlash, uh, you know, from some people who wanted. Which I can understand. Computers. It's her personal story, and she's getting backlash. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's um, okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's After okay. meeting you, I, I'm not worried. You can take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. I know where they live. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you so, know, I just always, my husband's calling me. He's clearly not watching. No. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, Jared, where's the, the support? <laughs> where's the support? Um, now he's calling Luke. Yeah. I just feel... Where's my wife? <laughs> you know, that's the thing is everybody has their story. And I just felt very compelled to share mine. I didn't know where it was going to go. You know, I hit record and it, it 
started recording. And I didn't when I when I was done with it and started loading, I'm like, oh, that's seven minutes, seven or eight minutes. I'm like, I don't know if anybody's gonna watch this. Here I go, ten thousand views later, I I appreciate people, some shares, everyone Yes, sharing. I appreciate yeah. people sharing it and putting it out there and even if not everybody agrees with me or if I got some little wording wrong, it's my story and I Well and I and that's Having you on today has been awesome, and I think I love the direction it went because I was like, "Well, this." I, I was talking to someone last night. I said, "Well, tomorrow's going to be interesting," um, and I was like, "Because it could go one of two ways, right? We can yep. sit here and just start with our personal beliefs and, and, and go down that road." But I, I think that I love that we just allowed you to tell your story and you're willing to do so because you know, through the tears and you get to the end of it, it's like, like you said, it's, it's all out of love and it's a story. It, it's really a beautiful love story, and that at the end comes all focus back to a little girl who's got an incredible life and incredible people around her. And I think that through that, people who may have these questions or don't know where they stand on things can see the beautiful side of it, you know, and what can happen uh, with the right support systems around you. And there, and I think for me, like I look at my sister um, getting pregnant at 16, um, I, I can remember that night and walking out, storming out and whatever, and then I came to her, and then I came to my senses like an hour later and I went upstairs and uh, my parents were divorced and she wanted to go she was going to my mom's house and I was like I'll drive you and I think she was like oh great like, you know. so I get in the car and I drove her and I, 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 at that point I was able to come around and just say I love you and whatever it is that we gotta get through we're gonna get through and I'll support you and, and luckily she had good people around her and was, got plugged into church and um, and I, I just think that that's the biggest that's a big thing um, is that I mean you went to Utah you found a support so many girls at that age, what do I do? Right. Um, it's scary. Yeah. It's, you feel alone. You feel like there's nobody else in the world that knows how you feel. And I remember getting advice from all these other people yeah. and being like, what the hell do you know? Like, you don't know what I'm going right, through. Right. Like, I am the only one dealing with this. And I remember when I went to Utah and I was in a support group and there was literally 15 other girls around me who were either pregnant, just placed, or placed two or three years ago and they came to the support group, I felt at home. I felt like, okay, I will take your advice. And that's a little bit of a pride thing, but when you're going through something like that, you feel like, yeah. why would you tell me, you know, what I'm feeling or or how I should deal with this or whatever. And, and you know, I just, so I just <laughs> What's that? I can dance. I love to see how it's going. Yes, it's a happening place here. We keep it light. But I do love, I love that you said that it's a love story because that is ultimately the reason that I chose to place her for adoptions because I loved her so much. Yeah. I looked at that little baby and I loved her and I you love her, I so do love her. Yeah. And I wanted what was best for her. And that's the only reason why I did because I loved her more than I loved myself. I just It's awesome. It I, really is. And that's what we're called to do. Yeah. That's what we're called to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, and I think you said it the other day, you read it in your like rebuttal to your to everyone. I'm my gonna read addendum. in my rebuttal to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you, we're gonna need a for that help, statement. If I can help one person by sharing my story. And, and that's the hope, right? Is that people see this and they realize there's support there for me. There, you know, some young girl sees this and says, regardless of her situation. There's someone out there who cares, or someone out there I can plug into, whether it's Heidi or somebody else. Like, you have choices, you have options. Don't yep. think that you're stuck. Right. right. You know. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know how to go from there. Just 
Beautiful, man. Yeah. Love story. You nailed it. It's a love story. Yeah. So, um, now how do your, I guess, I guess, quick question since I do see you running around with your kids and all that. Yeah. How do they? So, I raised my kids to just know that Alex was, so like like Alex was raised to know that she was adopted. My kids just knew. I've had, I have pictures of Alex up in my home and she just, they just knew. And my, I think that my daughter takes it a little bit differently than yeah. my three boys. My three boys, okay. They go their little boy bashing. They're boys. They don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like they're ten, eight, and six. They're, That's great. They We're gonna go find a snake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But my daughter, I think that because she's the only girl, she's affected a little bit differently than this. Is you know she uh, when she got to see her when Alex was thirteen, I think that Kennedy was in third grade, and her teacher told me that she went to school and said I got to meet my sister. You know, and I got to be with my sister and. So I think that it's a little bit different for Kennedy, and she's grown up knowing that yeah. who Alex was, and I kept it age appropriate, and yeah. she's helped me pick out birthday gifts for her, and I mean, she just knows who Alex is, and she knows that she's a big part of my life, and I think that maybe deep down inside she knows that someday she'll get to be friends with her, and maybe they will have more yeah. of a sister bond, which is great. Maybe they won't. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to be careful with my words, because I don't know if Alex is watching, and I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable, or... Or that that's necessary. Or that's, that's a, that's but it is a real possibility. To, I mean, uh, they could be friends, and that's that's what I would love. We have another friend of, of our family. She's similar situation that you went through, and um, her son is now 19 or 20. He lives in the Midwest. Open adoption. She sees him every couple of years, pictures him in the house. Um, I remember being confused the first time. I was like, who's this kid? Like, I've right. never seen before. Um, but now her kids are old enough that, um, and, and it just worked out that way. They, they go back and forth with their older brother on Facebook, and, yeah. and they email, and they text, and that kind of thing. It's it's, it's a really cool thing. Not it doesn't have to end that way. It doesn't mean that it's going to end that way. But it's cool that your you know your kids, and, and especially for Nindy, right? She's able to have a sister. So how do you answer that question? Then? How many kids do you have? Oh, <laughs> it's so like. Uh, I, I always feel like I have to explain that this is not the same thing, but like, so my first name is Dwayne, and then my mom's Lucas, but then my oh, yeah. kids, always, my parents always name me Luke, and so I always have to explain to people who I am and why, yeah. and like, and they're like, okay, that's a lot. Like, yeah. So how do you answer that question of life? So it just depends. I mean, I have I, four and a half. I have, yeah, I, I, I usually say four because I am a mom of four yeah. that I'm raising. I'm raising them to hopefully be good kids. Jerry's <laughs> still kids. out. But yeah. <laughs> but, um, if anything gets, I usually, oh, I will tell you this though. I will, I always say I've had five kids. Because the people are like, oh, you have four, I go, well, I've had five. Because I'm, I work hard. Yeah. Dang it, I work hard. <laughs> this right here, this temple, has produced five I kids. mean, she didn't know she was working hard with <laughs> the first one, but hey, you know. No, I can say, because I will say, I've because, had five kids. But if, I've never the Because when you say that, they're like, yeah, but if you say five, they're like, oh, and she looks like that. That's no, fine. No. Okay. <laughs> it was just four. Dang it! I will say I've this body has gone through five pregnancies. So I do. Maybe a little bit selfish, conceited yeah. sort of way. I like to say it like that. A but, but when people usually ask, like if somebody was just to say, "Oh, how many kids you have?" I'll say four because really I don't want to get into it because then it's this whole yeah. like. Yeah. Well, I, I was 19, 19, I got pregnant. I placed her for adoption. She, oh, well, then because then it's a steamroll of questions. You got oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's a. You know, here's a video. Go watch yes. this video. Yeah. Explains Sometimes everything. Sometimes it's appropriate. Other times it's like, like it's literally like in passing. Oh, oh, those are your four kids. Yep. I don't know. You know, it's it's. Just, I guess it's just depending on the situation. Situation. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I think we've covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I literally had a million questions in my brain last night, and I was like, <laughs> I hope I have an opportunity to ask those questions. I want to make sure that they're in like 
appropriate to the content. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, I'm not just like, anyways, you know, like, way out of left. But I was curious, like, your husband, your yeah. kids, mm -hmm. how does all that work? You yeah. know, birth, or, you know, her mom and her dad and, yeah. and all that. And so what's, uh, I mean, before we get out of here, what's, I mean, what's Alex like? What's she into? So she's uh, uh, amazing. I know I say that all the time, but she is. She's an incredible dancer, which... Her mom's a dancer, right? So her mom is a dancer. Yeah. So I will say, okay, we gave her her athleticism, but dang it, her mom taught her how to dance. Ah. If you've ever taken my classes and you've seen me dance, you know that that girl didn't give her dancing. Everybody's she's asking if you're injured. Yeah, they're like, are you okay? No. Is Heidi hurt? I do it more to make... <laughs> I do it more to make fun of myself and to make other people laugh. Alex does it for real. You're like, like an she, Ellen dancer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just yes. Random. She is an incredible dancer. She did awesome. uh, Taekwondo when she was younger, which I loved. Awesome. She is now in a weightlifting class with um there you go. so love that part about her she is just a normal teenager who getting ready to go to a sweetheart's dance which is basically a girl ass guy in their uh, school yep, yep. sadie hawkins kind tolo? of like a sadie hawkins yeah. yes or tolo yes yeah. and so um she my husband so she <laughs> i wonder if he wants to like go to lunch or something he's fired but, okay. <laughs> you know, so she is just very she's just fun so she's, she's getting ready to go to her so she did have to go ask a boy Yes, yeah, so she does have a boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. But she is an incredible mom. Let your friend Heidi talk. I'm sure is on <laughs> The funny thing is, oh, is sure, she, yeah. she knows the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not like you really have to sit down with her and say, honey. Yeah, so she's got a boyfriend. And, uh... He's a cute kid. They say he's a really good guy. Yeah. And he's, um... Anyways, she's just awesome. If he's not, there's a line of people waiting to deal with him. So yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. She's got yeah. multiple parents in this situation. Yeah. Okay, so what's uh, so they're LDS. Yes. So she have. I mean, she gonna go do mission. She. I just found out that she wants to go to mission. Oh, okay. Go cool. on a mission. Good yeah, her. she wants to. She. Uh, I'm sure she's maybe looking into dancing. So her mom and stepdad. This is kind of a fun story. Her mom and stepdad were friends at BYU. Oh. Mom was a cheerleader. Dad was Cosmo, the cougar. Really? So the, yes. So they knew each other. They like had the same group of friends. Well, okay. they both went their separate ways, got married, um, you know, went through their divorces, right. then ended up coming back together. And so they're huge, huge, huge BYU family. That's awesome. Huge. So I don't know if Alex would get shunned if she decided to go anywhere else. So just kidding. <laughs> but she, um, and they love BYU. So I don't know if she would want to be on the dance team at BYU. I haven't, but I do know that she wants to go on a mission. So I'm excited. Um, for that. And what's that for for girls? It's 18 for, months? For girls, it's 18 months. Okay. And, yeah. and for the boys, it's, it's two years. Two years. Yeah, yep. two years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's awesome. And very, very cool. You guys, like, so obviously, I mean, I've read some of the things, you know, I've stalked you a bit on Facebook, yeah. so I know you like picture frames and all this kind of stuff, you've given her things and gifts. Uh -huh. I mean, are you guys at that? Do you send her stuff in the mail? Yeah, I do. So her birthday's stuff? coming up. I've got her birthday present ready to go. And, or do um, you just spoil her? Like, is she like, hey, thanks, mom and dad. I'm just waiting for her. He's going to car pulls up no so she uh i just sent her little things here and there you know sometimes this this year was actually easier for me because in the years past i thought what did i like at 16 or what did i like at 15 or i'd have to ask her mom you know what is she into well this year we've been marco poloing a lot more so i've been able to get to know her like right. on a more personal level so i'm not going to say what i've got her yeah because she's, she's probably watching <laughs> yeah but her birthday present watching. is coming and um, so i just like to put little things together in there for her I, and I just think it's amazing. I, I, the, and I want to emphasize her mom. Absolutely. 
what an incredibly strong, Absolutely. special person yes. to say, this is my daughter and I'm willing to share. Absolutely. Um, and I, I would almost say, I, just as strong as it took you to say the same thing, this is my daughter and I'm willing yeah. to share. Uh, that's that's incredible. So if, she, if she's still watching, you are amazing. Uh, that's and, and to be here, you are now, which I just learned about Marco Polo. Um, and and um, I, well, I haven't learned anything about it. You know, it's but it's out there. Um, we landed on the moon, are, and, and she's and she's comfortable. And, and whether or not she's fully comfortable, she's seeing the value and and allowing this to yeah. be a part of her life. And so, yeah, I could. Kudos. We we. Marco Polo the other day of me and her back and forth we were both crying. She was crying, and then I was crying, and then she was because we were both just I'm not crying. You're crying. I think so we just always share gratitude with each other. Like That's awesome. it's on a different level. I mean, like she always says, "Thank you for sharing Alex with me and for letting me be her mom." And I always say, "Thanks for being the most amazing mom ever." And and yeah. is she a normal mom who makes mistakes? Absolutely, because we all are. Yeah. But. She's doing everything she can to to love and support her, and and I'm so grateful from the bottom of my heart that she allows me to build this relationship cool. with them and to be a little part of her life. And that's, I think that's the most. When I leave Alex and I cry, I think a lot of it is the gratitude that I have for her mom for allowing me to have this relationship with Alex. It's awesome. it's it's beautiful. Now does she have any siblings? Alex yes, siblings? she has an adopted brother, um, nice. and then she has a little sister who was biological she was their miracle baby oh yeah wow. so wow. they um anyways they're just an awesome family i, yeah. I love them all so cool so. so cool well we've been going for much longer than we're in <laughs> hour and 45 minutes uh, longest show ever yeah it is which but, yeah. it's awesome new records, new records and great song we're the champions we are the champions, champions. <laughs> well, I Thank well, you. Thank you. Can I just say thank you? Please. Everybody that say watched and were supportive and sent love and support. And I felt a lot of love this week. So thank you. When I put that video out there, I didn't know what was going to happen. I knew that I'd probably get a little bit of hate, but I was I was mostly blown away. It, my, my Andrea says, is it possible to cry over a radio show? <laughs> cry, honey. You just yeah. cry. Let get it, it out. out. Just get it out. Um, yeah. Love you. But I just have felt so much love and support, and it's, and it's amazing. And it made me kind of validated, like, why I felt that I... Uh, wanted to share my story because I just wanted to help open the eyes to other people that there is other options. Yeah. So thank you all, yeah. and thank you for having me. On. Oh, gosh, you've been an for, absolute blessing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm just—it's funny. I've, I've followed your video like all week. I didn't get a chance to check this morning, but every day I'm like, she's up to eight point two, eight point four after lunch. And I just think it's awesome. And in, in, a, in a world that is increasingly valuing life less and less. It's so awesome to have a champion like you out there um, showing that there's other ways to do things. And so thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. Yes, thank, you. thank you for your video. Um, everyone out there watching, if you know somebody need, that might need Heidi's experience uh, and Heidi's strength, just holler at her. Let uh, me know. She's on here. Let us know. We'll plug you in. You're I've gotten a few friend like, requests today. Or not today, say, but this week. I've gotten quite a few friend requests. And I'm right. like... Let's do it. Let's be friends. Let's talk. Luckily, Let's... I got in before like you capped out at five thousand. So, uh, yeah. So on, I, I I don't know how you feel about this, but I I'm like I just I'm like who is this person that friend requested me? Oh well, mutual friend yeah. accepts. Today, so, that's how I've been the past week because I thought yeah. you know, they're watching and let's let's be friends. Reach out to Heidi and and uh, take her out for a cup of coffee if you uh, you know and get her story if, if um, you need to get that in your life. So Absolutely. thanks so much. 
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. <laughs> End of line.